1: running around crazy all day long. It doesn't change a lot when you're uh, 8 and t- 18 and 20 either. still so doing the just same thing a with their teenagers level of running around, but yeah, <laughs> it's still fun. Yeah.
0: Alright, hot topic. The Alamo Bowl lives up to the hype, but the Cyclones come up just short. Iowa State finishes with eight wins for the second straight season, losing to Washington State 28-26. Plus, it's been all fun so far for the Hawkeyes in Tampa. They haven't played yet. Feeding giraffes, beach day, bowling, hockey game, plus a little practice. Iowa takes on Mississippi State New Year's Day. Give us a call. Your thoughts on either game. Let's talk. Sound off. 515-282-9010. Time now for I Think. The result wasn't what Iowa State wanted, but Cyclone fans will remember the Alamo. Fun, entertaining game. After the loss, plenty of ISU fans flocked to social media to vent about the officials. Now let's be honest, that's common for any fan base that loses a close game where some calls were questionable. Passion and fandom takes over even though the game is over. The call or no call that, most, that cost Iowa State the most was a missed false start in the second quarter. Mm. Cougar left tackle clearly moves before the ball is snapped, obvious to everyone except the officials. No flag, Gardner Minshew throws a touchdown on third down to give Washington State a 21-7 lead. This isn't a judgment call, but a flat-out missed call that cost Iowa State points. The second targeting call on Enyi Iwasarike about sent Matt Campbell over the edge, and I understand why. It's a simple sack of the quarterback where their helmets meet. No launching, no intent to injure, It was a harmless tackle, but when you slow something down, almost anything can be made to look violent or like targeting. I don't think this type of hit was what rules officials envisioned when they put the targeting rule in place. Now, by rule, the officials probably made the right call. So the problem is the rule. It's too gray. If what Iwasarike did is targeting, then that call can be made at least 10 more times throughout any game. On one end of the spectrum, you have guys launching into helmets, almost decapitating players, giving concussions. And on the other end is this. But the penalty's the same. It's too inconsistent and certainly not worthy of an ejection. These calls or no calls didn't help Iowa State. But let's not also forget the Cyclones didn't help themselves. Three turnovers, ten penalties. I think they just got called for a false start again. (laughs) And a missed field goal. Matt Campbell said it best. Details do the little things, limit mistakes, and the Cyclones win that game.
1: Boy, and the coach was so upset. I mean, you could not see that passion in his face. Well, let me first say just how excited I am to join Mr. Soundoff on the set tonight. It only took, you know, 30 years at WHO TV 13 and to have Murph on the road covering a bowl game for about 10 days to make it happen. I'm not sure which one of those two things are more rare. Well, watching the Iowa State-Washington State game Friday, it reminded me how forecasts and calls from referees can sometimes instill the same kind of anger. What is important to all of us? One game, a season, a playoff, or maybe a championship. The sports fans jump to their feet. They scream at the refs or the coaches or even the players when things don't turn out exactly the way the fan expected, much like the weather dude. Most don't remember the multiple times referees nail the call or we hit the forecast right in the button. But when we tell you it's going to be sunny on your outdoor wedding and it rains like a cow, you know what, on a flat rock or a bad call steals a win, you're not going to forget either one of those calls. Once a woman was able to uh, directly get me in the weather office on my phone and light me up about how her kids were getting soaked at an Adventureland party (laughs) in my partly cloudy forecast. She she yelled out and shelled out every blue word in her vocabulary, vocabulary, letting me know that uh, since her kids were outside of her line of sight and couldn't hear, they were sitting in a downpour. And she said, while she was screaming on the phone, everything that I needed to know. (laughs) I sat and took it from this lovely lady for a good 10 minutes. And that's why referees don't have office phones. Sometimes it helps to get it all out on a referee or a meteorologist. Better to dump it on us than to take it out on your family, your friends, or your pets. Uh, We we are kind of like the uh, field therapists just to help you get it all out. (laughs) Referees and weather people. Wouldn't it be great to have a job where you could just be wrong all the time and still get paid? Never heard that. Oh, and about the mother with the mouth who blew up on me with her kids waiting in the rain beside the log ride. I calmly told her, you know what? I'm very sorry about the forecast, but my kid's mom always packs a poncho. She's, <laughs> she,
0: how long were you on the phone with her yelling?
1: Ten minutes. Ten minutes. I didn't, just didn't yeah, say a word. I just let her out. Just, just, let, you, her, just, put it just on, let her get it all out. Just put it know. on mute and just let it go? Right. I figured it'd be happier for her family for the rest of the day, so it's a good thing. Just get it on. I'm here for you. Big shoulders. Take it.
0: All right. Uh, let's see here. Don't have a lot of the names up here right now, but let's go to, uh, who's this on the line? Line two. Are you there? Is this Corey? Hi. Yep. Corey, hey, what's, hey Corey. Up? what's up, man? What do you want to talk about?
1: Uh, the Cyclones game.
0: Yeah, what'd you think of that game? Well, I thought you were right on the money with
1: the false starts and them not giving themselves the a chance to win the game. But I did not realize that there were still challenges in college football. I thought everything was instituted from the booth, but. I guess that coaches still challenge. Can you remember the last time you saw coaches challenges?
0: It, it doesn't happen as much in college football as it does in the NFL. In that, right. Um, you, you just don't see it very often. Like you said, they usually do booth replays and they usually get it right. But coaches can, and you know, a lot of times they'll call a timeout. And a lot of times the the, the timeout will sort of instigate, you know, that uh, the review from the booth. But coaches can challenge it. And uh, man, it was just a. What do you
1: think of the, of this game overall, Ed? You know what? I was at home and. I was so excited to watch this game, as I am for the Hawkeyes. I've got a lot of family that played at Iowa State, friends as well. But, you know, I was on my seat. I was screaming. I was yelling. I was doing everything that every fan does at home. Yeah. That somebody's getting my wife said, you know, they can't hear you, right? (laughs) Uh, But it did upset me on some of the calls. But also, I'll tell you what, Purdy did a a great job, but just a couple of freshman mistakes. But I think he tried so hard to get things done as Mm -hmm. well. It was just a phenomenal quarterback game. I really enjoyed watching that
0: part. Yeah, and, and Purdy got off to a, a, a rough start. Right. True couple freshman might have had a little jitters, kind of telegraphed a few right. throws, throws in that first quarter. But, man, David Montgomery just started, kind of took over there in that second half. And, uh, man, I think it, if they could have gotten this game to overtime, I think they win this they game. Would. They, yes. they had the momentum with them, just couldn't get a, cu- a couple stops at the end. But it was a fun atmosphere, a great game. Hakeem Butler had a dream game for Hakeem. Yep. And speaking of uh, Ames, let's go to Les in Ames. Les, what's up, man? What did you think of this Alamo Bowl?
2: Man, wasn't that special? Yeah, let much be honest. that? Let's, yeah, let's be honest. Hakeem showed up. David showed up. Brock showed up in the second half. Now, just like the person before me said, you know, there were some, some, some small mistakes, and Coach Matt Campbell talks about detail, right? He always yeah, talks about right. detail, the little things that matter. And so coming into next year, just tuning up those details, and I think we'll be back at a really good goal. Look out for Psycho Nation still on the rise, guys.
1: Two straight yeah. seasons with eight wins. It's yeah, it, it's so exciting, and the it's future bright. is bright. Yeah. yeah, very, very bright. Hey, hey, Les,
0: real quick, uh, David yes. Mon- Montgomery, Hakeem Butler. Your, what's your gut instinct? They back next year or not?
2: Oh, I think I say I say. I mean, you got a guy. I mean, we saw we saw my man Alan Lazard on tonight. Mm. So you know, I say stay one more year. These two guys, I'm, I might talk to them when I see them on campus again, but. Um, you know stay one more year improve a little bit improve a little bit and 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 you know do do big things There's, there'll, there'll be opportunities to be leaders next year and so i think definitely take advantage of that and ed wilson is a stud by the way the legend oh, wow. is here
0: let's give us you. the inside scoop on montgomery and butler love to see them back but man It's tough to pass up the NFL when I think those guys are going to be moving up the draft boards, especially Montgomery when the NFL draft is not very deep this year for running backs. He's going to be a top three or four back probably taken, and uh, Butler's stock just keeps on rising. Let's go to lookalikes here with a local connection. Tiny ref judges, number one here, uh, a Carlisle High School sophomore, Dominic Penning Pino, looks like Nathan Stanley, the Hawkeye quarterback. What do you think about this one, tiny ref?
1: (laughs) He likes it. I like it. Not too bad there. All right, what about number two here? Uh, this is Cal uh, Kemp uh, and the lookalike alike it's Joe McHale. Joel McHale. I loved him. on community. It, yes, I agree. I think that's good. Tiny Ref loves it as well.
2: New year. Time to say goodbye to some things that we are regrettably losing, but also time to point out a few things that we get to keep for at least a little while longer. It's What's Bugging Andy next.
0: It's another game of knockout with football winding down. We go with football movies. Here's some of
1: my favorite football movies. Now remember, one of these has to go. Who would you knock out? Rudy, remember the Titans the blind side or Jerry Maguire. That's four good ones right there, but one has to go get your all vote in ones. on Twitter. Sound
0: off 13 results later on show me the, the money. The show. show me the money. All right. I talked about players, you know, we are should say we talked about players possibly leaving for the NFL draft. Right. Well, that also
1: extends to coaches. That's right, but who or how should we all feel about it? That's what's really bugging Andy.
2: You know, there shouldn't be a downside to having good players and coaches, but there is. I mean, if they do too well, they leave us long before we're ready to say goodbye. Whether they're players leaving school early for the NFL or the NBA, or coaches leaving for higher paying jobs, it happens. It's out of our hands and we are forced to just deal with it. We're forced to understand it. Should not be hard, right? Most of us have left nice places for new places, jobs, schools, we've moved into new homes and left behind our old neighborhoods. We can relate so we think we can understand the plight of our coaches and athletes, but we can't and we don't, and you know that. It's hard to understand something that you just hate the sound of, particularly when it's connected to your team, something that you love the sound of would want to leave the Hawkeyes by choice. That's hard to swallow. Wait, you mean there's some place you'd rather be than Ames, Iowa? We don't like the sound of that at all, and we really don't like to hear someone else say they can understand it all. Oh, David Montgomery? <laughs> well, you can understand why he has to get out of there right now. Yeah, yeah, what? No. He said it really good here, but these are really good players and their NFL clocks are ticking. So in a superficial way, we can sort of understand. So that's all the more reason to be happy about who we've managed to keep going into the new year. Right? Matt Campbell is here and Tyler Cook is here and Jenny Baranchek is here and at least for the short term. That is going to let us rest just a little bit easier. But for those who are going away, we can say with all certainty that at some point, you'll be back. You'll remember how good you had it here, and we'll understand. Happy New Year, just the same. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Mitch, Hudson, Cheezer, and Bill, hang on the
0: line. We'll get to your calls in just a minute. Plus, who's in your five? My favorite Christmas gifts as a kid. Look at this. Follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. Julie writes, it wasn't pretty, that's for sure. Can't win with all those penalties. Bottom line, you can't blame the refs. We'll really miss Montgomery and Butler. Now, they're not gone yet. They're not gone yet, but obviously talking about the Iowa State loss to Washington State.
1: She's, Julie, you're a forecaster. I can feel that. (laughs) Uh, This is from Farmer Tim. He writes, the officiating wasn't the best. That's an understatement, but far from the reason for the loss. Uh, Undisciplined play and coaching didn't help. Poor tackling over or turnovers and the penalties you know glad they did keep it within two that's true uh it could have been much worse i think you're right farmer tim
0: yeah three turnovers 10 penalties like i said they were in it till the end they had a chance right. well and that that
1: taunting you know that that, yeah. ta- that cost you know washington state that touchdown oh, that
0: was ridiculous as well i yeah. hate the taunting
1: penalty. I, I hate so it too yeah. kids are
0: having fun let up live it oh, up. No. all right who's in your five my top five Christmas gifts when I was a kid. Number five, Crossfire. You remember this game? I Cross do. Crossfire. You we're, see those commercials? We're a
1: little bit in a different era. You know what I'm <laughs> talking maybe about? But at the
0: bottom, maybe or maybe you saw other kids. kids.
1: C- crossfire for me in my county was shooting at each other with real <laughs> no guns.
0: Number four, uh, Transformers. Now these are the old school Transformers. You know, we all, we That's sell awesome. the new ones now; they're all souped up. But these are old school Transformers. Number three. He-Man action figures. Anybody from age 30 to 40 knows exactly what I'm talking about. He-Man yep. and the masters of the universe. Number two, pop a shot. Remember this thing little, in
1: your basement? Go shoot
0: baskets. You try to break like 100 or something in about 60 seconds.
1: I set one up for our kids for Christmas, and I played it yeah. more than they did.
0: We got my kids one this year for Christmas. I've been down there every day. <laughs> no, Love it. Perfect thing. Number one, the original Nintendo. And the N-E-S, Mike Tyson's punch-out tech mobile. How good was that?
1: And now they have the mini detectors, so you can take them with bring you. Bring it back. It's all coming back, just like my ties.
2: Man.
0: All right. Uh, let's keep it going with the uh, Iowa State. How about Hudson in a tumble? Hudson, you got a question about that targeting call from Iowa State.
2: Yes. Uh, what do you guys think about <clears throat> all the targeting calls in college football and how they are called, even when the players are not intending to hit them in the head very hard? Yeah,
0: it's, here's the one on Harvey. And, uh, again, that's one where uh, Willie Harvey certainly did not t- intend to hit right. the Washington State quarterback in the head. But I think that was the right call because they are trying to keep players safe. There's the helmet to the bottom of the chin. Uh, the quarterback is sliding. Harvey was probably going in for a tackle. Uh, but as the quarterback is you know, going down, it's it just, just it's the law it, of gravity the, the, it, and it's it's unlucky that was a big hit the enya Wazarike one this one here i mean I that's the most that's that. the most ridiculous See, there, there's the discrepancy you And i think part of it
1: was the helmet came off too i mean yeah. i think that was something that happened afterwards so it was a loose helmet mm-hmm. not maybe properly you well know, then
0: they had to review it because his his helmet came off you know to, to to make, right
1: and he took a timeout exactly. so that they could actually get him back in and he didn't have to lose that that play yes but it's, it's it's subjective
0: it is and that's the tough thing there were certainly hits across the middle where guys need to be ejected. I mean, when you, right. you go straight to the, a guy's temple, but look at this. Right here, it's a, it's a soft, like, crumble to the ground on top of the quarterback, and is, their helmet's barely touched. That's not targeting. Again, that's not what the rule was intended for.
1: And, and I think it's kind of like, uh, what is a catch, what isn't a catch, too? Yeah. I mean, it's that same, maybe not quite the same, but it's so subjective, and you've got to slow it down to get, you know, and two yeah. people look at it and come up with different ideas. Uh, Bill
0: in Marshalltown wants to switch it over to the Outback Bowl with the Hawkeyes taking on Mississippi State New Year's Day. Bill, you got a prediction for us for the game? Come on, Bill.
2: Yeah, I was just thinking about that game, laying here naked in my bed, getting ready to get <laughs> greased up a little bit. And, All right. And uh, I'm thinking uh, the Hawks probably going to pull that game off. You know what I'm saying? You think they're going to win it? Oh, well, I don't know.
1: Well. Bill, I think uh, you've got the, I don't know uh, what's going on in Bill's house. He's got a bedside manner working He's right in now. bed right now watching
0: us. I guess that's a good thing. But, all right, Hawkeyes-Mississippi State Outback Bowl. I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I kind of have a bad feeling about this game for some reason. Like, Mississippi State's defense, I think, is going to give Iowa a lot of fits. I think it, Iowa can win. It's gonna, If they win, it's going to be like 17-13. But – I don't know. Mississippi State's got a top five defense in the country, and if Iowa can't run the ball, then they're forced to pass, and you put in bad situations. So. And
1: Mississippi has Mississippi State has looked so good. I mean, they've really they've really drawn on a great year. But and you know the, what? I have a better feeling for Iowa out of this. Do you? League. Okay. I really do. And maybe I was at
0: the Outback Bowl two years ago when Iowa just got curb stomped mm-hmm. by Florida. I mean, it was just a just a thrashing. So maybe that's left a sour taste in my mouth for the Outback Bowl when they take on an SEC team. But. Uh, uh, if, if Iowa has to play clean football, can't turn the ball over, and if they can get any semblance of a running game going, I think they can win this game. But that's going to be hard because Mississippi State has at least two, maybe three NFL guys on the defensive line.
1: Well, and i got to say, as far as a weather guy goes right now, I'm loving their forecast down there. 80s? 80 degrees on Tuesday. It was not 80s Tuesday.
0: two years ago yeah. when I was down there.
1: I <laughs> know. Let me tell you that. The beach looked great today on all the social media. Everybody just sunburnt. It's it's awesome. Of course, Keith's down there. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: All right. Up next, face-off uh, and... I should say knockout results, plus Ed and I face off. Should Hawkeye fans be worried about the close call with Bryant? That and more next, plus more calls. Mitch, Rocco, Cheezer, Jim, hang on the line. Stay with us on Sound Off. The results are in knockout, and look who is out. Jerry Maguire is out. This is a little surprising to me. He got 54% of the vote. Uh, remember the Titans, the most popular, only 8% of the vote. Then Rudy, then
1: Blindside. But Jerry Maguire yeah. out for 54%. i have got to tell you, my wife loved Jerry Maguire. You know, it's hard to get my wife to sit down and enjoy a sports movie, so okay. to speak, sports yeah. movie. But, yeah, it is kind of shocking. It's weird. Four good ones. But, yeah, very uh, excellent. All right. Keep it rolling. Uh, it's time for uh, more topics. It's face-off ba- uh, basketball edition. Numerous reports say that Steve Alford will soon be fired on this camera. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a weather guy. I get like one camera. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but will be fired soon. There's no love loss from anybody here in Iowa over this one.
0: Yeah, Alford is the greatest case of failing up I've ever seen. How he ever got the UCLA job is beyond me. Bruins are 7-6 and six this year with losses to Belmont and Liberty. He needs to go, and I'm guessing he won't coach again unless he goes back to a mid-major.
1: How awesome is Megan Megan Gustafson, the Iowa senior, is now the all-time leading scorer in Hawkeye history. Way to go. Not only the all-time
0: women's scoring leader, but she also passed Mm. Roy Marble, and she still has about 20 games to play. Best women's player in Iowa history. Incredible.
1: And Iowa men are now ranked 24th. Mm. That's the good news. The bad news, they almost lost to Bryant Saturday night. Now, that would have been one of the biggest upsets in college basketball history for the Hawks. Are you buying the Hawks? I'm holding right now. They looked great against Iowa State, awful against
0: Bryant. Iowa needs Luca Garza back in the middle. The next two weeks will define Iowa's Big Ten season. Games against Purdue, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Ohio State. And remember, they're already 0-2 in conference play. Need to win some of those.
1: I really like what I've seen at Iowa State. With everyone healthy, the, high, the uh, Cyclones are back as a legit contender for the Big 12. The NCAA tournament should be the expectation this year.
0: I agree. Outside of Kansas, the Big 12 is wide open. Wiginton and Talon Horton Tucker are on NBA mock draft boards. My if gosh. this group plays together, they have sweet 16 talent.
1: And how about the Drake men? Both my kids going to Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of money in. But Darren Defries has the Bulldogs 11-2. and two. Before conference play even starts, you know, I'm paying money towards Drake's tuition. And as I said, it's a cool thing to to see them win again. And Coach DeVries helped my son move in with his players for their freshman first day. How cool.
0: How cool. Drake plays hard and together. The transfers have been excellent. And DeVries has this team buying in. They will contend for a Valley title.
1: But what the heck has happened to our Panthers? You and I, come on.
0: I have no idea. I'm a big Ben Jacobson fan, but something isn't right. Losing record in 2016, 500 record last year, mm. now just 5-8 and eight to start this season. The Panthers are moving backwards. Hopefully, hopefully they can turn it around.
2: Mm.
0: All right, over-under Christmas dinner. Overrated? Turkey, I like it. I eat it, but it get, always gets all the love. Underrated ham. Give me a glazed ham over turkey any other day of the week for Christmas dinner. You
1: know, I love both. We usually have both. This year, prime rib. We had not done that before at our house, and I got to say, that prime <laughs> rib. Still eating it. It sadly, as you probably could tell, still chewing down on that. When you see me later in the week, uh, there'll be less of the map showing up behind me. Oh, hold Uh-oh. on. Uh, oh, let me somewhere. just. Uh,
2: um, okay, where are we? Oh. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry, guys. I got a cycling game to get to. Uh, you got one minute. Just came back from that game.
0: One minute. And we're All right. Oh, we've gone black. Hello, we're back. All right, let's take a couple calls <laughs> real quick. Jim and Clive, make it quick first. Jim, what do you got?
2: Yeah, i
1: check pick Iowa forty-two seventeen. Uh, and If it's worse than that, it'd be great. SEC needs to get blown out at least one game this
2: year.
0: If Iowa scores 42 points on Mississippi State that that'll be a miracle in my book. I, I think it'll be closer than that, but I love that. A lot optimism. of people love to see that. Let's close it out. Who else? Cheeser.
1: Hey. sir. Cheezer, hey, hey guys, Ed, how are you, bud? Buddy, I'm so glad to be here with you, brother.
2: That's good. Yeah. The uh, Vikings didn't look very good, did they?
1: No, nah, they didn't make a play.
0: The Bears kept them out of there. Mm. All right, Cheeser, good to hear from you. That'll do it for us. Keep this back next week. We hope you are too, Ed. Been a Thank my you. Mate. Sound off, send off. Oh, wow. Some random crazy guy trying to get Hawkeye wide receiver Amir Smith-Marset pumped up for the Outback Bowl. Have a good night. Oh, you guys going to win, period. That's, that's the goal. What do you mean goal? That's the goal. Put it in your heart, brother. Yeah, that has been
2: in my heart. Okay, then we're going to win? Yeah. You got it, brother. It is.